Good afternoon and happy Friday to all of you. How exciting. We have a brand new sound, look, and feel here on the podcast. We have officially rebranded to Let's Chat Dairy because what other market is there to chat about in our world? And let's be honest, it's much better for branding and SEO optimization for those of you out there that understand the world of marketing. So Thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Chat Dairy, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today's Friday, March 1st, and you're hearing from Alyssa Badger and Kara Murphy. Oh, and happy leap year, especially to all the dairy farmers out there who got that one extra day of milking in. The sun is trying to peak out here in Chicago. The temps are warming up and it does feel like spring is finally rounding the bend. Before we jump in to chat about dairy markets, we announced another speaker this week for our Global Dairy Outlook Conference in June. Nick Morgan, the Managing Director of Nutrition Integrated, will be joining us on stage as we will offer a protein demand panel. More announcements are coming next week, so be on the lookout for those. Let's kick off the new month with the weekly CME Spot Market Recap. Kara? So dry whey market has been reeling back from the 53 cents per pound we saw a few weeks ago, closing today at 42 half with a total of seven trades. The block versus barrel price spread has been inverted for the past 15 days now. Block cheese moved up through most of the week, but closed today at 155 with 12 trades. Barrels, on the other hand, rose on Monday, then stagnated throughout most of the week before dropping back to 165 by today's close with 16 trades. Butter hit 285 last Friday and held on Monday, but after a relatively disappointing and delayed cold storage report, prices started to fall back, closing today at 275 and three quarters with 31 trades. Finally, the nonfat dry milk market continues to comfortably sit near 119, bouncing up and down within a one cent range. Today, it closed at 119 and three quarters and saw a total of 16 trades. Yeah, how about that cold storage snafu from the USDA? Absolutely. The market patiently waited over the weekend for the highly anticipated January cold storage report, and boy, what a letdown. Butter stocks grew by 49 million pounds from December to January, very close to the five-year average build of 43.2 million pounds. The counter-seasonal and sizable November to December drawdown left some in the industry wondering if the numbers might be revised this report. But alas, that was not the case, nor were they any significant revisions in the annual 2023 cold storage report released on Thursday. After this release, prices began to fall back on the spot market from the 285 into the 270s we saw today. On the cheese side, total cheese stocks of 1.454 billion pounds were nothing to lose sleep over either. The total is the highest ever for the month, although this is not particularly uncommon, but it does underpin the stories that demand has not been strong and, at best, steady. American cheese inventories sat at a healthy 836 million pounds, more than in January 2023, while other than American cheese climbed month over month by 13 million pounds, mostly following the seasonal pattern and relative to the five-year average. Thanks, Kara. So in other dairy news, we have to talk about the wildfires that are raging across the Texas panhandle, the largest wildfire the state has ever seen, and they are growing dangerously close to some of the major dairy producing counties. That's right, Alyssa. Over one million acres have 
burned so far, with heavy winds and dry conditions exacerbating the situation as the inferno becomes challenging to contain. Currently, the winds are driving the blaze eastward, away from the dairies that sit on the western side. Even so, the cattle industry is taking quite the hit with reported herd losses. Beef numbers are already tight. The destruction of grazing land and further shrinking of the beef herd could certainly spill over as increased competition for dairy as beef. It's really such a tragedy to see these pictures and videos popping up online. Our deepest sympathies are with everyone in the area that are being impacted by this event. Really just hard to see. Aside from that terrible news and a rather uneventful cold storage report, the topic of conversation has been focused on this dry whey price collapse and blocks settling back below 160 per pound. There's some seasonality in play here, but perhaps this continues to just be a lackluster demand story. Let's get into what's happening overseas. Yeah, we sort of touched on all that data that was out from New Zealand on last week's episode. But after digging in more on January trade and production figures, was there anything else worth sharing? I think there's a couple things to note. So January 2024 milk production in New Zealand fell below the 10-year average, only surpassing that of January 2018 and January 2022 both of which were drought years. I think this really just underscores the current state of New Zealand's milk production environment. Conditions have been drier than last year, but not the drought conditions or even slightly challenging compared to those other two years that we mentioned. With the month of February complete, our in New Zealand are rather upbeat about production. Summer weather is dry, but not disastrous, and there's seemingly plenty of supplemental feed around. Another hot topic this week was the strength on butter prices shown out of Europe. Yeah, those butter prices are on a tear with the European Energy Exchange average index for butter rising by 4%. German product marked its highest price since mid-November. Buyers are stocking up for the anticipated boost in demand due to the Easter holiday, which is particularly early this year, but they are met with limited inventories and elevated cream prices. That said, the seasonal ramp-up in milk production is fully underway, which should help to alleviate some supply concerns in the medium term. The market is a bit more precarious when it comes to expectations for the later part of the year, as the direction for EU milk production in top-producing countries remains uncertain. Yeah, this 2024 should be a rather tight year for global milk production, and that was certainly the case throughout the last half of 2023, and markets weren't really showcasing that. Of course, that has a lot to do with the demand slowdown from Asia, as well as Africa, and just some uncertainty around domestic U.S. and European consumer spending. Speaking of uncertainty, news regarding demand from China continues to be a bit murky, but China's two sessions policy meetings do kick off next week, and the market's going to be watching closely to see what Beijing will do to kickstart their economy. They will be announcing their GDP target for 2024 with expectations for a 5% goal, which would be pretty positive. Another important thing to watch is Beijing's willingness to roll out more aggressive stimulus to really boost consumer spending. We also have a GDT event next week. What are our expectations there? 
Yeah, Stu Davison did put out our analysis overnight, so be sure to check that out on the dashboard. But I think it's important to note that offer volumes are going to be light over the next two months and are still around 2% lighter than prior year as well. But following a six auction streak of increases on the platform, the odds of another strong move higher are looking pretty shaky. All right, that does it for this week's episode of Let's Chat Dairy. We hope you enjoy the beautiful weekend and look forward to chatting with you next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.